Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. And welcome back to another exciting episode of the Justine Podcast. <laughs> um, today we're going to be talking about uh, trauma bonds. Um, and these are, I feel like this is a very important topic because a lot of our relationships are built off that. And it creates, a, it creates an illusion. It creates a falsified perception of what we deem to be true relationships, true love, true compatibility, and all of that shit. And when we connect on the the level of trauma, only thing that can really sustain that relationship or even come out of that relationship is pain. Um, even on the beginning level, it seems like everything is good. Everything works. Everything is, you know, positive because it's like, oh, you get me. You understand me. But it's like that just opens up a door for the comfortability to be maintained when that pain finally starts to surface, when those traumas really start to 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 develop and manifest themselves a lot more. And by then, it, be, it, it creates a slippery slope, you know, and it creates an entangling web because after a while, like you're invested in it at that point and you've already put in enough time. And sometimes we don't want to leave it alone because we think it can get better. We think this person may change or we think... Now, like if we built that relationship off of a trauma, everything that manifests itself on the and once the comfortability is uh, sustained is going to be traumatic, whether that be, you know, those whether those traumas be small or whether those traumas be large it's going to be um, it's basically going to be traumatic experiences in this relationship or in that relationship. However, you know, it plays itself out. Um, but there's factors that play into that. Like, you know, we don't just connect with trauma for no reason at all. You know, like I said, it's, it's familiarity, you know, it's familiarity, it's normalcy, it's comfort. It's all of that tied into one. And we have built us ourselves on a level of personal identity through trauma, through pain, through the things that we've, you know, we've gone through. Like we can have conversations with people where we'll discuss, um, but we'll discuss like our upbringing, you know, we can laugh at how we got whoopings and then we'll compare our whoopings and say, well, damn, I ain't go through that. Or, you know, hey, I can relate to that and shit like that. But it's like that's where the trauma bond starts to happen. The pains that we have that we have gone through the most that we necessarily didn't heal, but we suppress so long that somebody else can relate to. We kind of bring those into reality. And then when we bring those into reality, that's what we connect with. Um, By no means am I, you know, saying that. Those are good. Trauma bonds are always bad, but they start off good. You know, they start off as if something positive could come come out of that. You know, and it's like in 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 trauma trauma relationships and trauma bonds, we connect. You know, subconsciously, I feel with the hopes that our inner child will be healed. You know, but because like because you can relate to me, and because you get where I've came from. And where I've come from and know what I've been through, you'll accept me 100% and then we'll grow and evolve and change and do all of that other crazy shit. But that's not a guarantee. All you're going to do is multiply what's already there. You feel what I'm saying? We got to do our own inner healing and our own inner work. Um, but yeah, like I said, we'll uncover that and we'll, we'll dive deeper into it. But first, as always, before we get into it, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore scene underscore Follow the podcast page at the Just Scene Podcast. Um, you can get um, all Just Scene's merchandise at Just Scene's merch. 
Um, if you're looking to transition into the plant-based lifestyle, you can follow me on the Hitting It Raw program. Um, also, be sure to get my books, So Frail, The Reality of the Black Male Masculinity, So Frail 2, Toxic Femininity, and Hitting It Raw, Living the Raw Plant-Based Lifestyle. As I said, if you're trying to transition into the plant-based lifestyle, this isn't propaganda or me trying to coerce you into, you know, becoming plant-based because, you know, it's whatever bags you grow, it's paper or plastic. Um, but with that said, uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back to dive straight into trauma bonds. Oh yeah. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the So For Us series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the market for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags, visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So just take a quick peek into my world and see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. You will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, without further ado, let's just go ahead and hop into it. We don't need any any more time wasted. Um, so a trauma bond basically is when you make a connection with somebody off of a specific pain of your past or a specific, uh, I would say, darkness. But um, it's just a specific point that causes you pain, causes you uh, damage that has caused you damage. And as, um, that you may have suppressed, that you may not have healed properly, um, whatever the case may be. But we all experience um, some sort of trauma throughout the durations of our lives. Um, but it's in these traumas that we find relatable relationships. We find comfort in relationships. Um, and it's very, very poisonous in a sense. You know, I don't want these toxic because that's, you know, that's hackneyed and overused. So, um but yeah, you get you get into a poisonous relationship. You get into those toxic relationships um, that always start off good. You know, any any trauma bond relationship that we get in, it always starts off good. You know, it always starts off good. It's like, hey, you get me, you know, this, that, and third, whatever the case may be. But it begins on the strength that um, when it comes to trauma, we ourselves find the joy in it. Like our first experience with trauma, our first point of that, we found joy in those pains. We found um, some kind of solace in dealing with it in order to not make it hurt so bad or in order to not deal with it. Um, and a lot of times it starts within, you know, the upbringing of our homes, like where we come from, where we grew up. You feel what I'm saying? And it's in how we were raised and how we are raised that sets the tone for how a trauma bond works, you know. Um, I get that, you know, growing up, people talk about discipline and, you know, uh, chastising children with physical objects <laughs> and shit, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, that creates a tone that, that, that makes us idealize, idealize the concept of pain is love. You feel what I'm saying? That's the first point in which we accept that pain is love. Um, 
because we're being damaged physically, in a sense, by someone that we know should care for us. Like they're causing us harm. They're causing us damage and shit. But, you know, growing up, of course, nobody sees it like that. Nobody sees it like that. The children do, but nobody sees it like that. So they have to, they, they internalize something and they, they regress it a different way. But the parents, you know, more so see it as, well, it happened to me. I grew up that way. That doesn't make it right. That's not a logical justification for the shit. Like, well, I got whoopings when I was a kid or I got spoken to this way when I was a kid or like, those are unresolved issues that you never had. And in those moments when you felt powerless, now you have power and you're exerting it over a child. You feel what I'm saying? And that sets the tone and that segues, that segues into the trauma-based relationships that we develop. You know, So it's like we grow up, we grow up, and then we get into these relationships, these physical connections. And then it's, it's always ironic how our parents can say they don't understand how we can get with somebody not realizing that they've always set the template for what we're supposed to deem with deem as love. You feel what I'm saying? Whether absent or present, your parent is always going to serve as the, the medium for how you define your relationships and the medium for how you move into your relationships. You feel what I'm saying? So I mentioned in a previous podcast episode where I was speaking about how people people look at women and they call us they'll call her stupid, they call her all kinds of things that she says. You know, if she's in an abusive relationship, like, girl, you should just leave. No man should be treating you like that. No man should do this. And it's hard to leave. They never understand why why she can get stuck in that situation or why she can get caught in that loop. And the reason why she can get caught in that loop, men too. Uh, but men, you know, if we're in an abusive relationship, we rarely admit it. Or, you know, because we think that we got to be strong with it, you know. So we'll ultimately be in a, a, a damaging relationship a lot, a lot longer because of the fact that we're men. We're supposed to be able to take shit like that. No, you're not supposed to be able to take shit like that. If the shit gets volatile, let it go. But anyway, back to the uh, to the main point. So when women are in those situations where they're being abused and things like that, it's like, yo, she should just leave. And then you have those on the other side of it. When you're speaking from your conscious mind, it's like, I could never be put in a situation like that. I would never let somebody do me like that or anything like that. But it's different when you're actually in the shit. And you're in the shit because you made a connection off of a trauma bond because your upbringing may have been like that. You feel what I'm saying? Your upbringing may have been like that. Like getting a whooping where it's like, what? That was discipline. That's different. You didn't listen. I whooped you. And like they kind of like the relationships that they kind of get in that are abusive are along the same premise. You feel what I'm saying? Like I've talked, I've spoken to women who were in abusive relationships and it was like, yo, in their defense of this person, you know, assaulting them and battering them and damaging them, they said, well, I didn't listen. Or I know this person still loves me. Sometimes he just gets upset. You know, hearing that is like, yo, that's stupid. That makes no sense. But those are the rationales that was given to this person maybe as a child. These are often rationales, the very same rationales that are given to us as children. You know, I do this because I love you. You feel what I'm saying? You, you didn't listen to me. You know, you violate. So it's like it, it sets that tone for what we now connect with our relation in, in, in our relationships. You feel what I'm saying? So going forward, everything, it, it's, it's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. You know, I don't I don't condone domestic violence in any way, shape or form. It's stupid. 
I just understand in some regards how the shit comes up and how people stay in it. You feel me? How people stay in it. You know, whether that be physically abusive or verbally abusive. You feel what I'm saying? And the verbal abusive ones are a lot worse. You know, like, don't get me wrong, physical abuse is still still damaging, but the verbal abuse, it hits you to a level that breaks you down. It hits your spirit. It breaks your spirit down a lot more. You feel what I'm saying? But imagine growing up where, you know, all you heard was volatile words or every connection that you that you made with somebody or anybody that you spoke with. It was always, you know, the responses were negative. So you kind of respond that way according to where you are. You know, you have to be, you know, you have to be, I guess, quick with it in a sense. And that's that's what the foundation is, because, like I said, personal identity is is established through either joy or pain. You feel me? The emotions of joy or pain. If you grew up in a painful environment, your personal identity is going to be rooted in pain. So and if you're finding joy in pain, you're going to find the good in the bad. You're going to seek the good in the bad. You feel what I'm saying? So when it comes to relationships where, you know, they start off all good and shit. Oh, man, you went through that, too. I went through that, too. That's something that's very, very tricky because you got to start paying attention to that. When people start to tell you what they've gone through and what they've been through and it's it's, it's burdensome. And but yet when, when we speak about it, we laugh and we joke. And I get a lot of times I laugh to keep from crying, but. We speak on it from that dynamic in that manner. Things like that will manifest and they will they will multiply. It can start off as laughing and playing and everything like that. But that is a part of that person's essence. You feel what I'm saying? And if that's not something you want in your life, that's not something you want to be around. Don't try to be a savior in that. And don't try to go into that situation and say, oh, I've been through it too. Let's see if we can work. No, no. You're connecting through a trauma. So you're going to feel good about it. So this is why you can get into volatile and heated arguments and say some very fucked up shit to somebody that you say you love. You know? And then it's all after the fact. Like After we say a whole bunch of drama, after we say a whole bunch of bullshit, we'll come back and say, you know what? I didn't mean to say that. You meant to say the shit. You meant to say the shit. But reality hit and you didn't, meant to say, you didn't mean to say it to somebody that you know that you're supposed to be loving or you're supposed to be caring about. You weren't supposed to say certain shit like that to that type of person, but it's easy to do when it's in your upbringing. You feel what I'm saying? If you grew up in a household where your parents may have called you stupid, you feel what I'm saying? And then you know that your parents are supposed to love you. You know, when you hear certain shit like that, it flows. It doesn't it doesn't bother you. You know, it kind of just rolls off, you know, a lot easier. You feel what I'm saying? And so you have to you have to consider that when you're dealing with your relationships, you know, because our first our first our formal years, they're all within the home. And, you know, that's our normalcy. You know, I say it all the time. Children don't know good or bad. They don't know right or wrong. They know habit and normalcy. That's that's and that's why it's a very fucked up thing when you're parenting and you're giving you're, you're telling children, you're telling children they know better while they emulate your behavior. Or you're telling children that they shouldn't be doing something that they're emulating from you. You feel what I'm saying? That means that if you're telling your child, and then then you'll give them the bullshit, do as I say, not as I do. That's some fucked up shit because you can't even honor your words as an adult. So you're giving your child more power than you yourself have. Than you yourself can admit that you have. 
You feel what I'm saying? Oh, I'm still a work in progress. Whatever being is still working on me, but you know better. How can a child know better when you can't even do better and they're learning from you? You feel what I'm saying? But that sets the tone because that develops the habit of normalcy. So regardless of all of the shit that you say, this child should know better. They shouldn't know better if the habit and the normalcy remains. You feel what I'm saying? So if our habit and normalcy is rooted in trauma, it's rooted in volatility. You know, we witness our parents argue all the time or we 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 witness unhealthy relationships that becomes a normalcy for us. So imagine you put it in four, five, six, seven years in a relationship or you see, you know, your mother, your father, whatever, in a relationship with somebody or whether they OK, whether they split, and then they get in a relationship with people and it's all volatile. They're still treating this way. And then, you know, all this other crazy shit that becomes your normalcy. You feel like, oh. Shit's just supposed to be like this. It's not, but that's the normalcy. So you're going to go out and you're going to seek relationships that can give you that. You feel what I'm saying? That are going to give you that. But so it's like now you have to look at the parents. Because there's a phrase that I like to use and and say when, when describing this is that if the parents are broken, the children are cracked. You feel what I'm saying? If the parents are broken, then the children are cracked. And if the children are cracked, it's just a matter of time before they break. You know? It's just a matter of time before they break and then continue to cycle. You know? So it's like when broken parents come together through a trauma bond, you feel me? Whether it be, okay, I'm trying to, I grew up in this lifestyle where it's like, it's always one of two polarities generally. It's like, I grew up a certain way, so I'm going to go complete opposite. Because I didn't like the way I was um, brought up, but I never healed from that shit. I'm just going to go the complete opposite. You feel me? That has this detrimental fault to it. You know, especially when that's all you know. When you're when you're trying to deviate from your normalcy, you know, and you've never taken to taken the time to realize why it was your normalcy, what it, what occurred and what was the purpose of it happening, then you're going to go down a, a, a different route. But then you have the other extreme where... It's like, hey, this is the way I was brought up, so it must be right. <laughs> I'm going a, I'm to a re, replay the shit. You feel what I'm saying? I'm going to replay the shit. This is why, like, I've noticed that some grandparents, they try to step in and take care of their grandkids when they feel that they may have failed as a parent. You know, I'm not saying they failed. I'm not trying to put that out there. I'm not trying to throw shots at nobody. But I'm just saying there's a, a level of guilt that grandparents have with their children. And I don't know why. It's, I guess it's in the culture or some shit. But motherfuckers don't like apologizing. So they they, they rather just, okay, I'm going to do this as opposed to apologizing to you. And this is going to fix it. You feel me? So it's like, rather than apologizing for what I couldn't do or what I wasn't able to do or what I lacked raising you, I'm just going to put that time into your your child. You feel what I'm saying? I'm going to put that time into your child, which does nothing but causes resentment because now it's like, yo, you treat my 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 grandchildren, you treat my child better than you treated me. But I ain't about to apologize, though, because I did the best that I could. You feel what I'm saying? There's no manual on parenting. You know, they have every every cliche and every excuse that they can throw at you because the parent has realized, yo, I might have fucked up. If you're trying to bring that to light, like, yo, you you 
this was a fucked up situation that I grew up in. You feel me? This was a fucked up situation that I grew up in. And the parent and the child both now have to see both. They have to see each other's side. You feel what I'm saying? So when the child, so for example, so when the child meets the grandparent, they don't see the side that the parent knows. You feel what I'm saying? They don't see the side that the parent knows. So the child now assumes that, yo, you fucked me up. You did me dirty because you felt like it. Nah, it's a repeated cycle. You feel what I'm saying? You're just not seeing grandpa and grandmama respond to you the way that they responded to your parent. You feel what I'm saying? That's why I say it goes back until the child is broken. If the parents are broken, the child is cracked. You feel what I'm saying? So in that in that regard, that sets the that sets the tone for us having trauma bonds. You feel me? Our our own upbringing and the cyclic conditioning of the parenting that we have is like that's what sets the tone. So now this in this tone being set, we now create the ideology that pain is love. Pain is love. I hate the cliche that motherfuckers use with that shit because they're like pain is love. That like that should mean like when you when you internalize that shit, that pain is love. That means love should hurt. It shouldn't. Love should be beautiful. Love should be blissful. Love should not have an ounce of pain in the motherfucker. You feel what I'm saying? But if you're connecting through the trauma bond, your your foundation is built on the ideology that pain is love. Your personal identity is built on the fact that pain is love. So this is why it gets fucked up. And this is how uh, the relationships transition. Because if there is no pain and you don't feel shit, you're going to fuck it up. Because you have to feel normal. This shit don't feel normal to you. <laughs> Which is fucking crazy because feeling good doesn't feel normal. That's a very, very telltale sign of some very fucked up shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For lack of a better term. But it's like if you don't feel good in this situation, you got to bring some shit into it. That's fucked up. It's a joke. And I've seen it, I seen it running where women will say, you know... Everything's going good. Let me argue. Why? That's a trauma bond. That's a trauma bond. You don't feel, you don't, feeling good doesn't feel normal to you. Yo, if everything's going good, he got to be fucking some other women. He got to because he's not happy here. It's like, like, he, it's like, he has to be happy outside of this in order to be able to have that peace home. Or she has to be happy outside of this in order to have that peace home. Nah, it, it doesn't have to be that way. But when you're connected off of a trauma bond, it will be that way. And it's going to be that way because the personal identity is established through the emotion of pain rather than the emotion of joy. If the emotion of joy is established, then from that personal identity, you seek joyous things. So your normalcy will feel good. You feel me? You will be able to to express yourself wholly, you will be able to express yourself in the dynamic without the fear of, of, of being, you know, being chastised and punished for the wrong shit. You feel what I'm saying? It's little shit like that. That's actually big shit. You feel what I'm saying? That ultimately sets the tone. So now, <clears throat> so now when we decide, okay, it's time for me to be in a relationship with somebody. It's time for me to have a girlfriend. It's time for me to have a boyfriend. It's, when we're in those positions where now we're starting to date and shit, first off, 
none of us really ever really get a good conversation on dating. You feel what I'm saying? In in the grand scheme of things, you may have sat down to it with your child and said, like, have this. But for the most part, we never get it until it's too late. You feel me? And I say we never get it until it's too late because um, your children, children as a whole, are naturally inquisitive and are, are na- they naturally have the answers to shit before they ever ask you. You feel what I'm saying? But we silence a lot of shit early. So they don't think to ask or they're afraid to ask. You feel what I'm saying? <clears throat> and this is this is some shit that yo, we really got to start thinking about a lot deeper, because this is why a lot of kids, a lot of kids get, you know, the babies having babies, why kids get pregnant early, why they have like all of this shit is happening, why they're catching diseases at a lot, um, a much younger age, because nobody's talking to them about the shit. Every like when they get inquisitive about the shit or they start exhibiting certain behaviors, they're like, oh, yo, you're too young to be doing that. Stop being fast. Stop being this. I was like, I, it's an age when that shit happens. In today's day and age, all they got to do is pull up their phone. You feel what I'm saying? But the the. I don't know what it is or why the parent doesn't feel it's just the discomfort, the uncomfortability, because now you realize, OK, maybe my child is growing up. But because of that, we don't really have. The, the relationships, you feel what I'm saying? Rather than telling, rather than, you know, teaching about, you know, dating and shit like that, we have, we're finding out on our own and we're fucking up a lot of people in, in, in the, in the, in the process. You feel what I'm saying? Because we're not actually learning how to have a healthy relationship with somebody the right way. We're just knowing that I have to emulate what I see. I have to emulate my normalcy. So if I consider that pain is love, and if I consider that my upbringing was built on that, all my relationships are going to be uh going to be toxic. You feel me? All of my relationships are low key going to be toxic because I'm connecting through a trauma bond. What is the thing that fuels you the most? That is how your relationship is going to go. You feel what I'm saying? Our toxic relationships are occurring these days at a rapid rate because no, for one, nobody's healing. Nobody's healing. They just hopping into another relationship, but. They're not even dealing with the fact that they have shit that they're carrying from not only a different relationship, but from the very house they grew up in. You feel me? I say it all the time. Um, women say niggas ain't shit or dudes is fuckboys or whatever the case, case may be. Um, dudes be saying bitches ain't shit. You feel me? These hoes ain't loyal. All of this shit that is that is going on, but it's like. We talk about that from a perspective of, oh, you still dealing with a broken heart. You still hurt. You got played by this, so you want to take it out on the world. A lot of times, the first heartbreak that you ever take was from your parent. You feel me? The first heartbreak that you ever took was from your parent, but you couldn't break up with them. You couldn't break up with them. You couldn't leave the situation. You just had to fix your face. Or they were going to give you something to cry about. Feel what I'm saying? You had to had to suck it up and just say, okay, well, it is what it is. This is my parent. They don't have to apologize. They don't have to do it. Parents and some parents will say that shit. I'm the parent. The fuck does that mean? Separate the titles and separate the the hierarchies and the tiers and all that shit. This is one human being talking to another human being. That's our first interaction. Like, fuck the titles and the labels. Yes, I'm saying still respect your parents. Still, you know, honor you know all of them, but. 
Respect the youth too. You feel what I'm saying? Just because you're the parent, that does not give you the right and it should not give you the audacity to speak to a child as if they're not a human being too. Oh, you're the child. Stay in a child's place. Like shit like that starts to manifest itself. And that's what segues into our toxic relationships. Why do you think we want to get out the house at 18 so bad? Why do you think when we uh, get into this, uh, get into our relationships or we're fighting so hard to be grown? Because this is a subconscious thing and, and high key, an unconscious thing, too. We're fighting so hard to be grown because we want we know that that's the way we'll get respect from our parents or our aunties, or our uncles, or our grandparents. When we become grown, that's when they'll see us as human beings, not as children. Not as children that they can just talk to how they want to. Not as children like, when I get grown, I'm not going to get whoopings anymore. When I get grown, I'm not going to be able to be like, and a lot of that shit keeps us from coming back home and just being gone forever. And it's like, yo, why don't you? Because it's like, if you've, if you've, transition from that trauma-based mentality and you've left that lifestyle and that mentality alone you don't want to deal with it anymore if you've healed from it if you've grown from it you're like i'm not dealing with that shit anymore you feel me but your relationships are still rooted in it because rather than healing from it we just try to avoid it you feel what i'm saying and that's how the toxicity still plays itself out because now we meet a motherfucker who's literally gone through the same shit we've gone through in most cases. Like, it's on a grander scale, but this is the perfect metaphor. Like, I seen on Instagram how um, somebody had posted, it was like a little blue cup. And it was like, I think they said, like, men have made something in this cup is, is you know, with some ice. But, like, but it was a cup that culturally a lot of us had. It's like, yo, how did we live the same life? Because it's deeper than that. That's on a that's on a it's on a, a much a much deeper realm. You feel what I'm saying? And because it's much deeper, we now have to have to consider that we all go through a very similar upbringing, very similar upbringing, and very similar form of parenting. You know, it's 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 funny. Well, it's not funny at all, but it's very it's 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 entertaining to know that adults can come together and talk about how they beat their kids in the presence of the kids. Like that's, that's humiliation. There's certain things that we're starting to embed in our children at a young age that makes trauma bonds happen. You feel what I'm saying? When you're conversing with your, your peers, your peers about how, yeah, such and such said this, that, and the third, and I had to go upside the head. All right. It's like, yeah, they would have done this. There's, there's been even situations where this isn't everybody, but this is, you know, a lot of people can relate to this, you know, doing something so extreme that you didn't deem, you may not deem as, as extreme when you were a child, but something so extreme that you get a whooping from your mama, you get a whooping from your auntie, you get a whooping from your grandma, you get a whooping from multiple people, you know, some of the worst whoopings were the ones where Every time they see you, they're going to whoop you again. Like, just because you did something that's that bad, but it's like, what about forgiveness? What about y'all supposed to be forgiving me? You can't do that? You can't forgive me for that shit? So now that sets the tone because now if I meet this person who has a very similar upbringing as me, our traumas are the same. Our traumas are the same. So 
we're going to connect on that level and we're going to create that normalcy between us. And that's how a toxic relationship happens. You feel me? And a lot of the toxic relationships occur because it's like, what did I want the most out of life? What did I want the most from home? You feel me? I wanted love. I wanted whatever. I wanted love is the epitome. Like people want love and attention. That's what children want. Love and attention. Fuck the money. Fuck the cars. Fuck the toys. All of that shit. They want love and attention. So when you start to transition that into material things, that's that's how they now define love and attention. You feel what I'm saying? But from the core, they just the kids just want to be around. They just want to be around and know that they're loved. You feel what I'm saying? So when we make these trauma bonds and we connect on this relationship level as adults and our inner child wasn't healed, we're going to find the same individual that has gone through this, but now we're going to seek that love from them. We're going to try to get that, but we're going to get love the only way we know how. You feel what I'm saying? So when arguments occur, the arguments aren't necessarily about, you know, who's right. or it's, it's, The arguments are, are just like who can yell the loudest. Not the fact that this is a disagreement. Let's understand it and let's, let's move forward. You know? Let's move forward. Right? We don't need to yell at each other because we're not listening at that point. Nobody's listening. But how do we grow up? How do we grow up? All right, all right. Look, look, look. The markets are not a difficult place to understand. All right? You just have to know what you're looking at. And there's five things that you need to see before you can make any market entry. First, you need a pocket so you can know which direction the market is going. Second, you need a pullback so you can get the better price. Third, you need a battlefield so you can see when that market movement is slowing down. Fourth, you need the upper hand so you can see when the market reactivates. And last, you need a final push so you can see the exact moment when it's time to go with the direction you are already moving in. Okay? Of course, of course, there's so much more that has to go into that and it's not as cut and dry as that. But those are things that I teach in my Mastering the Market course. So if you would like to learn more, please visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today. Although it is directed and specialized for Forex, all of the skills, I crafted them to be transferable to any market that you're looking at. So again, visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today if you are truly looking to master the market. Oh yeah, and don't forget, while I still got you, you can use promo code QUARANTINE to save over 90% off of the enrollment of the full price of the course. That is QUARANTINE, C-O-R-N-T-E-E-N. When you're expressing something to me, you feel me? And in the tone in which we're trying to understand and we're trying to come to an agreement, well, yeah, it's volatile. You feel me? It's volatile. And so... Our relationships are the exact same way. You feel me? Like how, how, how stupid is it that when I'm frustrated with you, you feel what I'm saying? When I, and, and it's so backwards because it's like when I'm frustrated with you, I'm going to vent my frustrations to the, to the, to the max, 100%. I'm going to go 100. But if I'm out in the world, I'm going to bite my tongue for my... Shouldn't that shit be the other way around? That's just my own personal perspective. I feel that shit should be the other way around. You feel me? If you if you on the outskirts, if you're enemy, like you're just not in my immediate circle, I don't have to deal with you. Any, any you're not gonna say nothing crazy to me without me responding back. I'm not gonna bite my tongue for that shit. You feel me? But yet I come home. I'm in the face of my kids. I'm in the face of my family, and I respond to them however the fuck I want to respond to them. And don't give a fuck. That shit makes no sense. 
Like this is my hub. This is my station. This is where I have to come home to find solace, peace and sanctity. This is what I have to find. But I'm bringing hell into this motherfucker if somebody says something crazy to me. But outside in the world where hell is going on on a regular basis, I'm trying to bring peace to that motherfucker. That don't make no sense to me. But again, when you raise and that's your normalcy, when you're connected, like your trauma bonds are going to be like that. So in the sanctity of myself, now we're fucking with each other. Now we're we're on a, we're on that level. Now I can show my ass. <laughs> you feel me? That's why it's like in the beginning phases of a relationship when we courting or talking or whatever the case may be, when we're getting heavily involved with each other, everything's good. Oh, you changed. No, I didn't change. My trauma came out, motherfucker. <laughs> Your trauma came out too, and now they clashing. Because despite the fact that we hated that shit, despite the fact that we don't love that shit, despite the fact that we don't like connecting like that, we do. Because we have not healed from it. You feel what I'm saying? We have not healed from it. And if we have healed from it and we have not grown beyond that, realizing that we need to be in other situations, it's hard to walk away from certain shit. You know, it's hard to walk away from certain shit. So after a toxic relationship with the trauma bond and shit, now, like I said, we're taking all of this on. We have we have the the traumas from children, being children, teenagers, adults in relationships, all that shit. We never take the time to actually heal it. So now we're still connecting in relationships like that. You know, and then we exploit the shit. You know, I can't speak for all men and I'm not going to speak for all men. But I know, excuse me, I know that there was a time back in my day, you know, before I made my transition and changed and shit, when I would exploit the emotions of women unconsciously not knowing that I was just tapping into the trauma bond. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, shorty hurt me. She's a nurturing too. That woman's probably been hurt too. That woman's probably been hurt too. In my life, I probably really only been hurt one time. One time from a relationship, like that actually hurt me and broke me. You feel what I'm saying? But other times it was just probably like humiliation or embarrassment. Like, yo, she played me like that. That wasn't really that that significant. But I used that as, yo, I know what you, you've you been cheated on. I know what you're going through. I've been played before. I've been in bed. Like, but we use that to make the connection. You feel what I'm saying? We use that to make a connection. In the relationship that that I was in, that actually broke me down to my core, it was like, in the relationship, like we we had a trauma bond, we had we we had a very strong trauma bond, and the trauma was deep. It was on some other shit, like you feel me, not just from upbringing, but just from life as a whole. Life had dealt us like totally bad hands at that particular time, and we were both in very fucked up situations, and we gravitated towards each other. But we were just supposed to catalyze one another, but not cross the lines and make a relationship. You feel what I'm saying? But with trauma bonds, it's easy to make a relationship because you now see that somebody sees your pain and understands it. You feel me? Rather than somebody who's who's going to serve as a catalyst to make that to make you get over that pain and heal and evolve. You feel what I'm saying? So in that dynamic, when we connected, we had a trauma bond relationship. You feel what I'm saying? So we're talking to shit. She's telling me about how she's been cheated on. You feel what I'm saying? At Up until that point, I had not been cheated on by that dynamic. You feel what I'm saying? She's talked about how she cheated on somebody, but she was like, she talked about how she cheated on somebody. And then she talked about how she was cheated on and this, that, and the third. But in her being, she was like, but after I got cheated on, she said, I know what it feels like. And I never put anybody through that shit. 
So I'm in that, okay, I feel you. Like, but that's that trauma bond shit. If you if you say you know a pain, and I know that pain too, and you're telling me that you're not gonna do that to me because you know that pain, but then it's, that's the normalcy. Her normalcy was to inflict pain regardless. You feel what I'm saying? So regardless of what, like, and it's like, it, as things went good, as things got better, as things progressed, it got worse. You feel what I'm saying? It's like, as the closer we got, the more the relationship, like, the worse we got for each other. You feel what I'm saying? Because the trauma bonds surfaced. The trauma bonds came out. And so then it's like, if, you know, everything was good. On paper, everything was good. You feel what I'm saying? But the reality was that when it felt good and it was good and you're not used to good shit and your your normalcy is not good shit, good doesn't feel normal. So you have to fuck it up. Feel me? We argued about dumb shit. Like there was a progressive state when everything was getting good. Everything was getting, you know, great. And this from my perspective, I was moving at a different rate, you know. She was moving at a different rate, but we were growing. Not necessarily growing apart or together, but we were growing. You feel what I'm saying? But it was like when the growth started to be seen and it started to be like the jealousy kicked in. You feel me? The jealousy kicked in. And then when the jealousy kicked in, it was just like, yo, I'm not, I don't, I don't want this good shit anymore. I got to make it bad. So I'm going to bring you down. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fuck with your self-esteem. I'm going to fuck with these aspects of you and I'm, and I'm, I'm going to damage you. You feel what I'm saying? I'm going to knock you down a few pegs because I don't want you to leave. That's another part of the toxic, like you relate to me and you understand, but we're healing. And if we continue to heal, we're no longer, these are no longer going to be our weaknesses. And we're no longer going to be able to relate because of that. So I have to make more. I'm going to make more. We're going to make more. And then we're going to love each other through it. You know, we're going to love each other through it. And then with other factors that play into it, you can get carried away in that shit. You feel what I'm saying? In that situation, I knew that it was bad probably like six months in, but I stayed in it because of growing up without a father. Because I had already equated this was a this was a trauma for me. I had already equated that if a man leaves, no matter the situation, if a man leaves a woman alone and he doesn't fight for whatever the case may be and all of that shit, he's a coward. Because my father was not there, I didn't know that there's a time when you can walk away if shit's fucked up. I just equated you don't walk away at all. Like if the shit is not bringing you peace and it's driving you crazy, you can walk away. You feel me? Message for my brothers. If you in a situation, whether whether she's like she doesn't have to physically be hitting you. She can have words that will cut you down to your core. If, she, if that is the yo, leave, bro. Leave that shit alone. You ain't got to deal with that shit just because just because we're built and we're conditioned not to deal with emotion doesn't mean we don't have them. We still feel and if that shit brings you to whatever she calls you, whatever she tries to do to keep you in there. She's trying to keep your weakness vibrant. You feel what I'm saying? That's a weakness. That's one of our weaknesses, and it's exploited. And that keeps you in there because I don't want you. I don't want our trauma bond to break. So I have to infuse more trauma in this shit. You feel what I'm saying? Same case with, with, with on the other side. You know, if you're dealing with a man who's constantly belittling you and doing shit like that. Leave that shit the fuck alone. You feel what I'm saying? It ain't all the love in the world ain't going to make a motherfucker change if they're not healing the trauma that is causing this shit to manifest itself. You feel what I'm saying? And by 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 taking that in and constantly dealing with that, that's what happens. So with this this relationship that I was in, it ended by her cheating on me. 
You feel what I'm saying? It ended by her cheating on. I was like, of all of the shit that you said, you said you know how being cheated on felt. You said you know how this shit, like, and you did it to me anyway. Because it was a trauma bond. And when the healing started to manifest itself, when things started to look good and things started like, in order for the shit to work, we have to infuse more trauma into the shit. You feel me? But what people don't count on with that shit is like, oh, I did this. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. I forgive you. Like, you'll come back and we'll work. Nah. I, nah. <laughs> you only get one time to fuck up with me. You feel me? And that was the, the moment that I actually learned that concept of you only get one. Because you shouldn't have fucked up the first time. But at the same time, that's the trauma. You feel me? That's that pain is love shit. I love you. You hurt me to my fucking core. But I'm going to work it out. I'm going to work it out because pain is love and love is supposed to hurt. If you're not going through your ups and downs, then, you know, what is it? It's an illusion and it's bullshit. That's some shit we need to stop teaching because now we're watching these relationships that have that have played themselves out 40, 50 years old. Aunties, you know, great aunts, grandmas and all them like, yeah, we've been together 50 years. You're going to have to put up with some shit. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. I, I, I can't conceive that you should like, and that's because, but if, if you internalize that love is pain and you continue to pass that down, as I said, if the parents are broken, the children are cracked. If you continue to pass that down, that concept, the conceptualization that pain is love, guess what the fuck is going to happen? When you feel love, you have to feel pain. And if you don't feel pain, cause it's not, nothing's hurting. What are you going to do? You're going to cause hurt. And then you're going to come back through the hurt. And now I'm remorseful. Now I'm sorry. Now I didn't mean to do all this shit. Like, don't know about, like, motherfuckers love to say, I cheated by accident. It was an accident. No, the fuck it wasn't. You don't accidentally take all your motherfucking clothes off and insert a whole penis into a whole vagina for several minutes, have an orgasm. That's not an accident. That's just not an accident. It doesn't accidentally happen. You feel what I'm saying? It doesn't accidentally happen. Shit like that occurs because... The trauma bonds created and are created within the normalcy of if everything like created in the normalcy of where if good shit happens, I have to put some bad shit into it. It just so happens that the fucked up reality for what it is when it comes to our relationships is cheating. It's cheating. Do people like is that a passport? Hell the fuck no. Heal before you get into a motherfucking relationship. You feel me? Know that in the relationship that you're dealing with. That there's things from your upbringing that are not good just because they're normal. You feel what I'm saying? And that shit got to change. That shit has to be dealt with. That shit has to be addressed and you have to move forward from it. You feel what I'm saying? That's where we at with that. But we don't. And then so now we get out of this toxic relationship. We hurt. We damaged. Motherfucker fucked us up. You feel me? But how much time do we take to heal? None. We're back in another relationship. Oh, I'm good. I ain't hurt. I'm going a, I'm to a cry a little bit. Huh? Give me about six months. No, no, no. Trauma runs deep. Emotional pains run deep. And it ain't going to take no fucking six months. You was in this, you was in a relationship with this motherfucker for three years. And you're going to take six months and get you're ready for another one? No. No. You're ready to be distracted from what you're trying to heal from. Because you don't want to deal with it anymore. Oh, let me just go be distracted by another motherfucker. That, and that's how rebounds happen. See, the thing about the rebound of relationships, that is a form of the trauma bond too, but that is the next level of trauma bond after the toxic relationship has occurred. You feel me? The rebound, the rebound is the point where, where 
you see the joy in the motherfucker because somebody brought you pain. You feel me? I'm going to attract to your joy. I've never experienced joy before, and I'm going to attract to your joy. You feel what I'm saying? That rebound is a very deadly place because that's where everybody, that's where motherfuckers get fucked up at. That's where motherfuckers, that's why I'm not done with my ex. I'm not like, we're still talking. We still like blah, blah, blah. All of this other bullshit that happens because you can't let go. Because you have not healed. But yet you're just going to, you because you have not healed. Now you're going to somebody else who's in a joyous state who you're going to try to get to heal you. You feel me? When two rebounding motherfuckers come together, that is a deadly combination. That relationship is going to be bad. You have the anomalies that occur. It's like, I was broken, you were broken, but you were willing to heal. If you're willing to heal, if you're willing to heal, you two can grow together. But if you're trying to get over the person and just stop thinking, y'all are going to fuck each other up. Because then you're going to still play into... uh. Are you still talking to your ex? Do you still have access with them? Yeah, because at that point, that initial aspect of getting into the rebound is to make that person jealous. I want you to see that I'm, I'm happy now. I want you to see, how are you happy? You feel me? How are you happy? Answer that question. Have them answer that question, how they are really happy. Because what was the time in healing and cleansing the shit that just got completely obliterated within the last one? So now you have the normalcy. From the childhood. You have all of that shit that segued into getting into being able to get into a relationship through the trauma bond. Now you have a trauma bond that went bad. <laughs> a toxic relationship that went bad. The trauma bond multiplied. And now you're rebounding on a motherfucker. Now you're rebounding on a motherfucker. Let's say they got they, they're in their joyous state. Nothing's wrong with them. They ain't been hurt before. They're just good. They're loving you from the beginning. You feel what I'm saying? They're loving you from the beginning. And you fuck them up. You damage them. Because you just wanted a quick fix to stop thinking about this person. You were never over that person. You were never done with it. You never healed from that shit. Not only that shit, you didn't even heal from the shit that you are that you originally developed as normalcy. So now you're going to go infuse more pain in this motherfucker. And this it it, it it bothers me because a lot of motherfuckers get into relationships of it's I don't know if it's subconscious or unconscious or whatever the case may be, but it's like I infuse this pain and I'm gonna say I'm sorry. If you're sorry, you won't do the shit. Like, you got to know how much pain you've, you've experienced and know not to do that to a motherfucker that you say you care about. You feel me? If you can do that shit to a motherfucker, you can't care about him, yo. Unless one of two things. Well, pain is love. I can only, I can only love you from hurting you. <laughs> it's that trauma bond shit, yo. That's that trauma bond shit. So now the rebound plays itself out. And now because you're coming off of a situation that was fucked up, insecurity is higher than the motherfucker. Insecurity is like the cherry on the top to all of the shit. You feel me? You come from one trauma bond, hop into another one, hop into another one, hop into another one. Feel deeper into one because like, yo, we really relate. And then now you're in the one where it keeps going sour and you're not even acknowledging that it might be you. Not in the sense that you're the one causing the pain and fucking shit up. But you're connected to a certain normalcy that is not good. That cannot be good. And you won't heal from the shit. You feel what I'm saying? So now you're, you, you know, you're with this joyous person. You're, with, you're, you're, you're established through pain, but now you're with a person who brings you joy. Right? But you're going to see the negative in everything they do. 
it's crazy as fuck. This shit is so stupid to me. And I'm going to say stupid because it's stupid. Not because, like, this shit is dumb as fuck because you will see the negative. You will force yourself to see the negative in a motherfucker who brings you joy, but you'll force yourself to see the positive in a motherfucker who brings you pain. <laughs> if that's not insanity, I don't know what the fuck is. But we do that shit on a regular basis. That insecurity makes us see the negative in somebody that's good for us because we're not used to good shit. Good is not a normalcy for us, but because bad is a normalcy for us, because pain is a normalcy for us, because we established these trauma bonds and they have become normalcies for us, we try to see the positive in some fucked up shit every time. Every time, yo. Women be getting with fuckboys because they want to see the good in a motherfucker. But then you have the good guys who are on some shit like, you know, I know that you got this hoe. I know that you on this like. And the same thing with dudes. You'll get the girl who's you who you know just came off a hot girl summer. Who you know will be in the club all the time, wilding out, saying "fuck these niggas." I don't give a fuck about them. But you can you you're, you're, you 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 focus a hundred percent on seeing the good in her. But then you have an actual good girl you can't see the good in. <laughs> That's that shit's fucking retarded. Like you have. A good person, but you can't see the good in them. You only expect the bad. You only see the bad. You feel what I'm saying? When I talk about the relationship in which that went sour with me, you feel what I'm saying? In that dynamic, I literally I did everything that I possibly could to be a good person to her. You feel what I'm saying? Down to the point where I was such a good person that it was like when it was all said and done, after the math, in, in the aftermath, her mother was like, yo, your life really changed with him. And like when he was in your life, you were on a, such a clear sail, like you were doing so good. But that same mother in the beginning of the relationship said, you're going to have to watch him. He probably got some girls somewhere. The fuck? But the relationships in which she came off of prior to me, these niggas was really dogging her out. And I was like, they met your parents too? She was like, yeah. I'm like. What did they say about them? They liked them. I'm like, so they, you know, they're like, well, everybody deserves a chance. Okay, so the good motherfucker deserves a chance for you to see the bad in them only. But the bad motherfucker deserves a chance for you to see the good. Our mentality is so fucked up. A lot of our relationships are are established and and built on some dumb shit like that. (laughs) You feel what I'm saying? And that's because of the insecurity. You know, in my book, So Frail Too. I talk about insecurity and I talk about what insecurity is from. Insecurity is a feminine energy. It's not a female trait. It's a feminine energy. You feel what I'm saying? And by a feminine energy, it is the, the shadow side to intuition. See, intuition itself, intuition is manifested and is magnified by intelligence. You feel me? When you have the intelligence of something, when you have the knowledge base behind something, your intuition increases because now you feel what you know. You feel what I'm saying? But when you don't have the knowledge base and you feel something you don't know shit about, that's insecurity. You feel what I'm saying? So these trauma bonds create the insecurity within us when we get in a relationship. So now it's like we have a whole good motherfucker. A whole good motherfucker and shit. And we connect with them from the beginning. Oh, they too nice. Oh, they too this. So 
You can't like when you complain about shit like that, then you have to start to internalize that you don't like good shit. Your normalcy is not good shit. Your normalcy is to not like good shit. And you go against good shit. And by going against good shit, you then fuck your own self up. You feel what I'm saying? It it, it blows my mind, though, how so many of us, we get wrapped up in these shit, like myself included. You feel me? We'll go for the motherfucker that's bad for us. I've done it. I've done it. I've done it even in recent times. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, this person, she's been hurt before. That ain't got shit to do with me. That's not my trauma. That's not my pain. I know I can see the good in her. I know I can. Nah, fuck that. She's showing you what she is. You feel me? But here, when the good girls come around, when the good women come around, it's, that's on some, some positive shit. It's like, it's hard to be attracted to them. I've had to learn how to, in, in, in healing that shit, I was able to transition. So now I can say, and I can be more appreciative of it and say, yo, she's not bringing trauma or, or a fucking turmoil to my circle. I need to keep that. I need to involve myself with that. And I have to prepare myself for that. I had to, I had to actually heal from the shit. It's like, yo, I can't deal with this old normalcy that I've had. You know? It's like, oh, you get me, you understand. I don't, I don't want you to get the shit that hurt me. I don't want you to get the shit that caused me to react in a in a, in a negative light. I want you to get the shit that causes me, that brings me joy, not pain. You feel what I'm saying? See the good in a good motherfucker. See the bad in the bad motherfucker. Don't blur the lines. I don't know where the fuck. I don't know how this shit, you know, came about. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Because it goes back into the whole conversation. When you develop the normalcy and there's no good or bad and what's deemed bad, what is what naturally is bad, it does not resonate with your spirit, has become your normalcy. You see that as good. You feel me? So the relationships that you get in, the relationships that you're going to involve yourself in and all involve yourself with and all of the things that that connect with you on that level, they have to come from an, uh, a trauma, a trauma stricken perspective. They have to come from a perspective in which everything that you're now putting into practice and everything that you're putting into use relationship wise has to be deemed negative under the guise that you can still see the good in the shit. Feel me? That's what the fuck a trauma bond does. And that's how we're connecting on our relationships. And we got to break that shit. You know, friendships, family, all of that shit. Because when you are connected off of a trauma bond, then the person can only expect bad from you. And when you're doing good, they can't even fuck with you on that type of time because it doesn't feel normal anymore. You feel what I'm saying? This is... I still, I still got love for my homies. I still got love for the people that I grew up with. I got, I still got people for, still got love for the people who, who knew me before my change, who knew me before my evolution and my transformation and all the healing and shit that I've gone through. But now I can't fuck with them on that same type time because they only know the pain. They only, we connected off of trauma. We connected off of a trauma bond. I'm not in a traumatic state anymore. So it's like, now I was I've been trying to you know reconcile and rekindle relationships and the shit just don't work. It's like yo I really can't fuck with you, not in a fucked up way like yo you a bitch or some shit like that or I don't like you or it's just yo I can't connect with you because what we originally connected from all of those years ago I'm not that person therefore because you're still in that same space energetically you cannot connect with me because of my shit because I'm experiencing good shit right now and you're not used to you're not used to connecting with me from a level of good shit.
we're not used to connecting connecting to each other from the level of good shit. You feel what I'm saying? So all that's gonna keep keep happening is bad shit. We can't fuck with that. You gotta sever it and you gotta let it loose. You feel me? Or bring it to their attention and you know, hopefully they'll change. Hopefully they'll they'll make whatever it is. But that trauma bond is not gonna last when you heal. That trauma bond doesn't work when you heal. You feel what I'm saying? So when people come to you like I just I got my I got your best interest at hand, and it's from a negative, and you know y'all had a trauma bond. What you think that interest is gonna look like? Feel me? This is why when you move into certain dynamics, certain people can't support you anymore. Certain people can't fuck with you anymore on that type of time because it's like yo, you're moving from a positive perspective. I don't see your weakness anymore, and that's what we that's what made us friends. That's what made me love you. That's what made me like you. Your weakness. But now you're strong, and I don't know how to deal with that. Because your natural strength is going to force them to change. It's going to force them to level up. It's going to force them to do something else. You feel me? And a lot of motherfuckers don't even want to do this shit. Everybody wants to be happy. But don't nobody want to take the steps to, to heal the shit that's causing them not to be. You feel me? So I say all the time, like, you got to make sure you're not attracted to that shit. Like, when it comes to these relationships that we're building, everybody says, I don't want to deal. Women say, I don't want to deal with a fuck boy. Dudes say, I don't want to deal with a bum bitch. We say that shit. You know, I can't deal with this type of woman. But ask yourself, fuck it. Like, that's the difference between attractions and types. You may not be attracted to this individual, but is that your type? Has your own internalizations of normalcies and your trauma bonds has that made that your type? Whether you're attracted to it or not, that's your type. And then what you are attracted to, and you realize, yo, every time I get with these type of women or every time I get with these type of men, it just don't work because you're attracted to them and they're not your type. You feel what I'm saying? And why is that the case? Because of motherfucking trauma bonds. And don't forget to take a moment to go get your exclusive merchandise from Just Scenes Merch. At Just Scenes, each piece is specifically crafted with positive imagery and symbolism. From the titles and designs to the descriptions, each style gives you something to feel great about. With everything from hoodies and tees to coffee mugs and tote bags, we have something for the entire family. So be sure to get yours today. Find us on Instagram at Just Scenes Merch and get your merchandise right now. Yo, my bad, my bad. I ain't know that that was gonna get that heavy. It kind of really wasn't gonna go that direction, but I think it was it was a good topic and it was something that needed to be discussed to be discussed because on the real though, it's like when it comes to our relationships, you know, a lot of us, a lot of us, we have built a solid relationship on a trauma bond. Not only that, we have created children off of trauma bonds, and we wonder why everything is so 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 chaotic. You feel what I'm saying? And that gets so, that gets so fucked up and so damaging because when we create children through a trauma bond, that shit does something totally different because now we know we have to stay dealing with this motherfucker in some way, shape, or form. You feel me? And that's a lot of a lot of people have had babies out of trauma bonds. That shit ain't gonna change that motherfucker and make them stay. You know, people be thinking, oh, you had the baby because you wanted to make him stay. And some people are like, nah, I, ain't, I wasn't trying to make him stay or I wasn't trying to keep her or lock her down. We had a trauma bond and we created a child out of that. 
So it really had nothing to do with trying to keep or lock the other person down in some regards, but it's like we loved each other from a trauma bond. But then the trauma got too too crazy for us. And now that trauma led to another trauma. That trauma led to another trauma. And so now we got kids involved in this shit. You feel what I'm saying? Now we got kids involved in this shit. So when the parents are broken, the children are cracked. It's a default. So what's going to be the thing that breaks the child? Is it going to be their own upbringing, the parenting? And then from there, once that crack severs and keeps going, it now moves forward. It now progresses down uh, a, a longer a longer path because now I'm getting in relationships with people who have not dealt with this this type of environment or not dealt with this type of, you know, type of experience. And then it's like when we get with people who say, oh, you're not like this, then... I can't move a certain way with you. I can't fuck with you on that type of time. You feel what I'm saying? And that's what creates the, the fucked up relationship. Why the normalcy of our relationships is so volatile. Because trauma bonds are so easy to connect with. We're not really healing. We're not really healing ourselves before we get into our next relationships. You know? We're doing enough to stop the bleeding. See, I'm not bleeding. I can come on now. No. The wound ain't healed. You got a fucking band-aid on. The fuck? Then you get into the relationship. You get triggered by some past shit. And then now you... See, all of y'all are the same. Your masculinity toxic. All of y'all the same. Y'all femininity toxic. These hoes ain't shit. Y'all niggas ain't shit. Like, everything is going to keep going down that route. Because that's how people are going to present themselves. Because they have to realize that I'm still attracted to that shit. That's my type. The type of shit that I hate is my type because my normalcy. I can't have good shit in my normalcy. My normalcy is bad shit. You feel me? Perfect example of that shit, bro. Perfect example. Written beautifully with Jasmine Sullivan's song, I'm in love with another man. And she literally goes down a full trauma bond in the motherfucking song. She talks about how the dude that she was, that she was originally that she was fucking with, you know what I'm saying, the newer guy, she's like, yeah, you do, you're good to me. You help me. You do all of this good shit to me. And he does nothing but fuck me up, but I'm in love with that man. Feel me? Mary J. Blige got a song called Mr. Wrong. I love my Mr. Wrong. Why do you think this shit is like that? Because these are trauma bonds. When you create a relationship built off a trauma bond and you know and you come from a perspective in which in which your 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 bond is your in your normalcy is created through bad shit, everything you love, everything that's gonna be good to you, everything that's gonna be right for you is bad. And all of the good shit you're gonna find corny. You're not gonna wanna put your time and effort into making it grow because it's good. It's just crazy as fuck, yeah. But I'm not going to go too much too much longer on that. Um, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you, you know, chatting with me through the trauma bonds and everything um, going forward. I just hope that you, you know, you can come to a consensus and learn to go within to heal the shit that is rooted within you to create the aspect to, of connecting with a trauma bond. If you're connecting on a trauma level, you feel what I'm saying? If not, you good. This don't concern you. But, you know, all in all. I think it's something that, you know, collectively we got to break as a as a culture because it's very, very impactful.
is very, very impactful. Because if we're continuing these cycles, then our kids are going to keep going through the same shit over and over again. It's just a loop of insanity. Um, so with that said, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore seen underscore if you aren't already. Follow the podcast page at the Just Seen Podcast so you can always get the drops. You can always know what the new clip is going to be, when it's going to be released, and everything associated with that. If you're trying to transition into the plant-based lifestyle, follow me at the Hitting It Raw program. Also, be sure to get my books, So Frail, Reality to Black Male Masculinity, So Frail 2, Toxic Femininity, and the Hitting It Raw program. And Not the Hitting It Raw program. Hitting It Raw, Living a Raw Plant-Based Lifestyle for Life. Um yeah, especially considering so far conversations, they're start we're gonna start picking up more and more with those, and you know having the book will give you a lot more insight and uh, make a lot of the conversations a lot more understandable. Um, and lastly, of course, I do take the take donations and I do take support for the podcast channel so we can make sure that it grows and we can keep expanding out. Um, so you can find that within the description of your podcast. Um, with that being said, it was a good conversation. Um, I enjoyed y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed my time too as well. Um, I will see you on the next episode as always live, love, laugh, and peace, love, knowledge, and freedom.